Rosie, do you have a savings account? Yeah, I have a PSB Monster Saver account. Roar! The bank gave me $5 when they opened it, and I get $5 every year on my birthday. Wow, you get money from your bank on your birthday? That's awesome! I also get to pick a treasure from the Monster Vault every time I make a deposit at the People's Savings Bank. A treasure every time? I'm going to talk to my mom about a Monster Saver account, too. Roar at People Savings Bank. Visit any of our People Savings Bank's locations in Wellsburg, Cleves, and Dyke to start a Monster Saver account for your kids or grandkids today. Member FDIC. The DNH Loose Change Podcast is looking for three partners in this new endeavor here at Dyke New Hartford. DNH Loose Change will be a weekly podcast focusing exclusively on all things DNH. The podcast will primarily be comprised of interviews from administrators, teachers, support staff, coaches, and our very own DNH students. By becoming a partner, your business will be given a 45 to 60 second pre-roll, mid-roll, or post-roll read in every episode to a captive audience. Your donation will go directly to help out the DNH Booster Club, as well as help offset the cost of producing the podcast. For more information, contact Travis Kiewit at 319-983-2206 or by email at travis.kiewit at dnhcsd.org. Thank you in advance for your support of our DNH students and roll blue. everybody how we doing tonight dnh loose change here episode was this 14 i believe we have made it to episode 14 oh my god we got past 13 with no issues yeah no issues that's kind of nice yeah and i'm you know we got uh zach waters coming up and he's a baseball guy and uh one of the questions that we'll probably talk to him about is you know superstitions and kind of things like that and this last week, I went and watched my son. Uh, he did the decathlon there at Indiana State, and we were watching the long jump, and I, I'm kind of superstitious in my own ways a little bit. Uh, but anyway, there's a we're, they were doing a long jump, and one of the jumpers jumped 6.66 meters. And for those of you that don't know, I think that's like the sign of the devil kind of thing, 666. yeah. And I looked at that kid, and I'm like, dude, you got to tell him, give me six, six, five. I, I don't need <laughs> or, any. Or seven. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, round up or round down, but I was thinking, don't stick with 6.6. Do and something then, else. And then go get some holy water. And Well, and then he broke his leg on the next jump. Yeah. Just kidding. Just kidding. He did not. But, yeah. Well, he had bar- bad karma. He wasn't on our podcast. So. <laughs> right. Right. I'm not yeah. even sure where he was even from, but I just heard the number. I'm like, <gasps> I know I did a deep breath. You're yeah, in the back like, of your oh, mind, racing. Do something else. Um, you know what? We have a, a really good lineup tonight. You talked, we have Zach Waters coming on a little bit. We've got an eighth grader, Gentry Swartz, joining us, and she's uh, going to talk about moving up to eighth or moving up to ninth grade, for an eighth grade promotion. And Stockdale's going to be here again, giving us some building updates. 
just a lot of things going on right now. And, and honestly, it's been kind of hard to get people uh, right now to jump on just because everyone's so busy. Yeah. So we're really appreciative, appreciative, excuse me, of the people that are able to squeeze in 15, 20 minutes of their time and, and help us out here at DNH Loose Change. So big thank you to everybody that's been willing so far to, to hop on. Yeah, we've had good uh, reports or uh, what am I, good reviews. Yeah. So far, I've had quite a few people say they, they enjoy them, and again, that's what we want to do. And then I got to stop saying again because <laughs> I know I've said it a few times. But um, but yeah, that's what we're trying to do is is bring a different light of all things DNH here to our listeners. And yeah, and it's just a lot of fun to see these kids in a different light, to see our staff in a different light. Yep. Um, so, so many times we only hear about them through the kids or we only hear or see them at certain events. Sometimes it's nice just to get to know the person behind the title. Yep. And we should update our listeners. If you're not part of the DNH Loose Change Twitter account, you need to get on it because we had a heated uh, poll yes. going on from a question from last week on if for the rest of your life you could only wear a clown nose or a clown wig, which one would you choose? I chose clown wig. Tad chose clown nose. So did Izzy. And so did Izzy. So we took it to a vote. In the studio, the clown nose won. But it didn't do so fortunate on the Twitter poll. Yeah. Clown wig won hands down. Yeah, we've seen better Twitter polls. I think actually in Twitter polls, <laughs> I, I might be over, over in my Twitter polls, and all three of them. <laughs> did we? Did, I thought we agreed on one. I don't even know. I can't remember either. I know one. You got the the song one. You got crushed. Oh, I got. I got. I rocked it. I got destroyed. This last one, I rocked it, and there was another one, but I can't remember. Here, here's the thing. Travis picks things that he knows are going to get lots of votes. Everyone, so like that is gonna, false. Nope, it is. You a, had every chance to choose clown wig. You had you had every chance to have that as your answer. Yeah, you had a fifty fifty chance of getting it right. Well, you know what? I wanted to be different. <laughs> you got that right. <laughs> All right, Travis. What do we got tonight? Uh, tonight, we've got uh, Justin Stockdale, superintendent, going to give us an update on some construction and other happenings here at DNH. Uh, Gentry Swartz, eighth grader. She's going to make the move next year up to freshman, so we're going to find out how she's feeling, what goes on in the eighth grader's mind when they're ready to make that next step. And then Zach Waters going to join us. He's going to talk a little baseball and golf and who knows what else comes out? So should be a good, a good one. Any any recaps we need for the rest of the week or for the last week or so? Any big FFT fifty five? I know had some things going. Yeah, on. Yeah, no, they had the state convention, and they did very well down there. Caleb Brower was a big winner down there. Yeah, I saw. I and I'll need to do a little more research. I haven't had an opportunity today to really dig in, but I saw he won an award. Am I? Uh, yeah, he won. I'm with you. I I saw it, but I wasn't able to really find out what it was, um, and he may be a good... Uh, Maybe an interview. Good interview, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I saw a band. They had a contest, solo contest or small group contest, and 
and that was published as well there on Facebook or Twitter, and we had a lot of students do well Yep. in that, which could be another possible. Definitely. Some interviews there. Jalen so, Gibbs. Jalen Gibbs, yeah. Yep. Yeah, we just have a lot of things going on right now. <laughs> Honestly, our sometimes our heads are just spinning here with everything mm. that activity-wise and extracurricular-wise and right. school-wise. So if we forget something, please feel free to reach out to us. I mean, it's not on purpose. Reach out to us. We do want to share everything. So um, let us know, and we'll do the best we can to help you out. In the meantime, why don't you hang tight, and we'll get started with our freshest episode of DNH Loose Change. All right, everybody, Justin Stockdale in the studio tonight. Justin, how we doing? Good. How you guys doing? Not too bad. Fantastic. You're looking good. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. He doesn't get that very often, so he, well, he wasn't talking to you. He's going to run with it. <laughs> but he tells me every day that I look good, so. Well, we don't see each other as often, so he's really got to sell it to me. It's oh. definitely a selling. <laughs> All right, we've got Justin back in the studio after a, a few episode break. Uh, what's new, Justin? There's a lot, actually. Um, gosh, have you been looking around? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Just trying to find a parking spot yeah. for 45 minutes. Yeah. Par- <laughs> parking has been the topic of conversation for the last month, uh, we, you know, but... Um, yeah, boy, uh, the construction process is in full swing, which is uh, really, really exciting um, to see these things unfold. And um, the uh, the gym has been underway for the last, I don't know, month. I think they've been at that. And I got word today uh, the sanitary sewer is in. Ready oh, to go. Perfect. So, uh, that, you know, that's, all, a, that's a plus. It all starts with that. <laughs> it's uh, it's got to be a start underground. That's right. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's in motion there. And then... As you guys know, and you've seen the the west side of the high school is now under construction, and the Circle Drive and our beloved tree is down. Yep, um, yep, it's down. Some sentimental tie to that for a lot of people, and so, um, but uh, it's it's exciting to see that um, that all unfold. And uh, and then May third, actually, we just got word today that the construction on the New Hartford campus will begin for the safe room. So good. Um, there are going to be a lot of balls in the air. Um, the last couple of weeks, we've been focused on. Um, where people are going to go uh, classroom-wise during these internal renovations. And if you want to talk about a logistical puzzle, <laughs> <laughs> um, for instance, our um, the the elementary in Dyke and then the two-story are going to be under construction or renovation, I should say, all at the same time this summer. Well, the two-story, part of it will be done to start of the school year as a plan. Another portion will be done around November. So that means like four or five classrooms have to be relocated, different places. Where do they go? Um, and and for instance, we're going to be using our old stage because they will they won't have touched that yet as a classroom space. Sure. Um, wow. Yeah. And then uh, for you for you guys on the New Hartford campus because that's kind of your your uh, your land. Um, looking at next year, like for two weeks, one classroom would be kind of under construction with the lighting and the, the HVAC work. And then we relocate, move that that classroom back, back in. relocate another classroom. Oh, geez. And, 
Oh, Jesus, right. <laughs> <laughs> Musical classrooms. Yeah, it's going to be. Um, and then parking. Um, boy, um, I, I just got to give uh, our kids, first of all, um, our students have really uh, rallied around the cause. And that's not fun for them. There's, there's a lot of moving parts during the day with the Western Outreach Center. And, you know, some of those kids are parking, you know, two, three blocks away um, and making it work. You know, we only have right now a couple entrances available to our high school. So that's um, a little interesting. But, um, right. gosh, kids have been great. They really have. And um, they've really respected where we need to go. And then, you know, our staff, uh, you got kind of the staff of Gumby's lately um, <laughs> because the things we're asking people to do. And let's all be mindful. We're still living in, in the middle of a pandemic. Right. Um, all that stuff is still around us. And now we're full scale, full fledged into this construction project. And so people um, have just been great as they've been all along. Uh, our community members have supported the mess um, and all that. But I, I got to believe it creates some positive energy uh, after what we've all been through and lived through this year. And, and um, you know, through that, I think there becomes a, a cohesiveness that, you know, throughout our district, that everybody's in this together. And it's just really fun to see. So uh, more to come, but boy, it's um, it's quite something to watch it all unfold. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I, so. and I think, you know, me being from Dyke, and you know, I somebody asked me today. I think it was Mr. Parker. He asked me when the the Circle Drive was made, and and I told him I said I remember, like in third or fourth grade, because we didn't have the connection. We had to walk outside to lunch, so we would leave those elementary doors, walk across the the Circle Drive to lunch. And that was third or fourth grade. And then we also, that's where we're, our outdoor recess was when it was wet. Mm-hmm. And the, the circle drive was in thirds. Fourth grade had this area, fifth grade had this, and there were no cars. You, you couldn't park in the circle drive. It was only for buses uh, back then. So it was, you know, you still had plenty of room to, mm-hmm. to stretch out. But, yeah, he's, he was asking that. And, you know, and then the other day, well, yesterday or the day before when they started busting it up, I'm like, oh, man, the, the circle drive is going away. You know, it's, and, and that was when it, mm-hmm. to me, it really hit. Like, you know, because the backside, you, you see that. It's just dirt now and stuff like that. And, right. you know, way back in the day, that parking lot was a was asphalt. And there was basketball hoops back there. We used to play on those. And I remember when the multi the multi-purpose room here was being built and we walked in and it was still a dirt floor and stuff like that. So it's kind of cool to see, you know, things keeping progressing and, uh, yeah, but it, I'm with you. It was, it was, to me, it was kind of like surreal, like, okay, it is really happening. I agree. With that circle drive going down. (laughs) If you really want, you know, if this is a sentimental thing, just go grab a chunk of concrete and take it home with you. I mean, I don't think anybody's going to be upset. (laughs) Well, you see the size of some of those chunks, <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. Well, he's pretty strong. Yeah. I can do that. It was yeah. uh, kind of a good story um, today. Uh, Tom Texter, our elementary principal here um, on the Dyke campus, sent sent some photos that um, were sent from the preschool classroom. Kids were drawing bulldozers oh. and, <laughs> and uh, caterpillars that were scooping the stuff up with trucks and all that. So, yeah, the kids are all in, and um, I don't know. It's just a really exciting time to be here at DNH. I, I just got to say that. Just all the work and stuff is playing out, and uh, I can't wait for the finished product. Yeah. So. I'm sure Kaylin will have some stories when she comes home on Friday about, will. about the circle drive. And, so. and if you do want to see pictures and stuff, um, I, I fly the drone, and so I, in the past few weeks, it's been really windy and cold, so I haven't been able to. But this morning, I got up there with the drone and if you go to the DNH uh, homepage, right there at the top, it says construction project. Just click on that, 
and you'll see pictures. We're trying to do a timeline kind of thing of, you know, how this whole thing is progressing and um, it'll eventually, I think, morph into a, a different type of website as well. But if you want to just check out some pictures, um, my goal is to try to do it at least once a week, if not, you know, twice a week, especially when things really start happening. You know, on the backside with the dirt, I took a couple of pictures and the dirt just got moved from here to there. And, you know, it wasn't really cool, but. Yeah. Sanitary sewer is not really exciting. <laughs> right, like, right, right. Starting to get pumped up. Should have hopped that, down but... there and like really got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not going to get too personal with it. But <laughs> but if you do want to see some pictures, uh, and in fact, I flew it this morning. So you can check out the Circle Drive and I threw a couple of videos up there as well. So. Yeah, he was working on it when I came in to talk about tonight's episode. Yep. So it's kind of cool to see it. Thanks for yeah. saying that. For doing that, I think we're remiss if we don't thank you for your efforts on that. You know, the stuff you've captured with that um, new tool, right? New toy, as I call yeah. it, is just uh, it's pretty incredible. And actually, some of the I don't know if you saw some of the the posts we've had on Facebook and Twitter actually use the pictures that you've taken with it. Oh, really? Stuff. I guess like, I uh, like the tennis promos and our tennis courts. Oh, I think sure. You took those pictures with a drone and sure the, the track promos that we have with our track in the backdrop. All that came from oh, the footage that cool. you shot throughout well, the last few months. Look at that. He's kind of a big deal. Yeah. Dad, well, you know, so. oh, I know. <laughs> I know. The only problem is to make money on that, you got to be insured, and it, that is a monster process, so you don't have to worry about that. <laughs> I won't be fine commercially anyway. It is just a hobby, right? As of now, yes. <laughs> yes, it's a hobby. All right. Um Justin, anything else uh, school-related that you want to talk about? Yeah, well, we kind of an exciting time at the kindergarten level. We're, uh, we're adding a section. Um, we have 76 kids signed up for our kindergarten wow. class. Wow, that's a large class. Yeah, and, um, you know, it's always that's where I always start with enrollment. So how many seniors do you got going out? 73 active seniors, and then you take out, you know, your foreign exchange student and all that. So 73, and you're thinking, boy, that's a big class for us, usually around 65, 67. Well, then the kindergarten number comes in at 76. So you're thinking, well, that's great for enrollment. You're three up to, to instantly to right, start with. Right. But then you start thinking about 25 little people in a classroom because you only got three sections. And, um, you know, our kindergarten staff are top notch. And we just, I just knew right away that that's not going to work. So we're going to add a section. Um, quite honestly, the only, the only room we had was on the New Hartford campus. So we'll have two sections of kindergarten in Dyke and two sections of kindergarten in New, uh, New Hartford. And, uh, we're uh, actually going to interview for those positions next week and get the, get that person locked down. And um, and then actually tonight at our board meeting, um, our board approved moving ahead with two academic interventionists. Um, one will be placed on the New Hartford campus and one will be placed on the uh, at Dyke Elementary and then also a credit recovery associate at the high school. Those three positions will be funded through the ESSER dollars that we most recently received. Um, Dyke New Hartford, believe it or not, got uh, just over $500,000 from the latest um, wow. federal stimulus dollars. So um, we're going to use kind of half of it for those three positions over a two-year time, time frame. you got to spend it by 2023. And then we're also excited about the capital improvements we're allowed to use the funds um, for. And we're going to be able to put new uh, HVAC units um, in our current uh, varsity gym here at the high school and also in the, uh, the, the gym in New Hartford. Good. Which we pulled from the original plans to keep costs oh, that'll be great. where we need it to be. So right. now we'll have um, fresh air exchange in, in every classroom, every gym, uh, plus the UVC lighting units um, and air conditioning, which, you know, we've talked about that. You know, D, it's just oh, yeah. it's a big, big deal. So we didn't have any problem applying those funds. And uh, so that's really exciting. I think just 
from the not only the uh, first and foremost the academic standpoint and trying to recoup the learning loss that's been created by the pandemic. Um, we get about 130, 140 kids who we were really were concerned about. Um, rest assured, they're in great hands here at DNH, but just the nature of the beast here, sure. you know, uh, just caused some need areas there. So we're excited about that. Um, geez, and our, you know, our, our activities, like I just read this uh, post today. We just posted about Jalen Gibbs got a perfect score yes. at her contest. saw that as contest. well. That's unbelievable. Like perfect. Like that's crazy. I mean, we know she's extremely highly talented and, and whatnot. I, mean, I think she was selected for that All-State Choir as a sophomore and, mm-hmm. and All-State Chorus as a sophomore. But now on the instrumental side, perfect score, which I think, you know, again, we talk about this a lot. Athletics is, you know, it sells and that's what the media covers. But right. that I don't think people really understand the achievement that that was right. kind of level there. So, you know, just a big shout out to Jalen for that, that effort. And, um, yeah, Didn't we, we have Jalen on once. I'm pretty sure we had her on and I, that must I, be the I karma. Think, I think we thing. did. Yes. Well, it's, yeah, well, so you know what? So I should probably go to the casino after tonight because I hear if you're on loose change, like good things happen. Yeah, so abs- absolutely. It sounds cra- At least go buy a lottery ticket. I might do that, but I'm not splitting the winnings. Sorry. So I, you know what? I would. Know. Well, you don't have to split it. You can just give a percentage. Yeah. That's, Finder's fee kind that's, of thing. That's splitting it. Yeah. Well, well, split to me is 50-50. Yeah, no. We'll, honestly, we'll be fine with 40. Fine. We'll, we'll work something out. Um, and then really from an uh, you know an activity standpoint, um, last Thursday, I think it was, we hosted a golf meet, we hosted a tennis meet, we hosted a 13-team track meet, and we hosted a soccer game. Right. And... Um, just then talking through that with Cody, our activities director, um, that the volunteer power that it takes to pull all that off is incredible. And I think watching all that unfold and our kids, um, they just, they just, I don't know how to say, they just win. Like, I don't know how to describe it, but you walk away, both golf teams win. The tennis team who has a lot of first time players right. plays Grinnell to a three, six match and then ends up winning against South Harden the other night, six, three. Um, but anyway, that night, our girls' track team brings it home. The soccer team, big win. And girls' soccer team, first year ever, 3-1. and one, um, Competitive, our loss to a really, really good Denver team. 4-1, mm-hmm. to one, but really that's, that score is a little deceiving. The, the win that night kind of got us in the second half. But I just, um, I know, I'm just really proud of our kids, and it's, uh, it just reminds me of um, how special this place is. I don't. We just have to remember we should never ever take these results for granted because it's not like this everywhere. And um, you know, when when our kids step on the playing field or even on the golf course, there's just this feeling of we're gonna do it. Right. And uh, I don't know. Last Thursday stands out. All the lights are on at the complex, and just every court's busy. There's cars <laughs> everywhere. I mean, um, the junior high meets earlier in the week. Do you know we had a we 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 had a I think it was a gross sales of five thousand dollars at the concession stand for the, one of those junior high yeah. needs. That's crazy, and, and that wasn't even me. No, you weren't <laughs> you even were part there. of it. No, I got a free meal ticket for that one working. So. Well, and, and one of the meets we had like four hundred and eighty participants in junior high. I mean, it was you nuts. better have the concession stand loaded up for that. And and you were speaking of volunteers at, at these events. I got to give credit to some of these people in New Hartford. I, they're busting and out of the building at yep. three fifteen, three thirty to make sure they can get up there. And you're right; it's a truckload of them making getting up there to work. And yep. uh, so it's cool. They're dedicated to see the 
their students that are in their classroom work really hard. And, and I think that's really special too. So yeah. yep. and something that ties into this is tonight our board also agreed to renew kind of the, we, we did a trial run of the $25 acti- activity pass oh, last sure. yeah. year for anybody in the district. We're doing that again. Um, we feel like that's uh, that's uh, one of the best families, family and student centered decisions that we've ever made because it allows at a very reasonable, reasonable, you can get into any acti- DNH activity um, minus a couple of the fine arts performances because you've got to pay the royalties for the music right. and things like that. But the $25 covers anything. And, um, you know, we're hoping that that just affords a lot of people the opportunity to come to things that maybe, you know, if you got a family of five, you're dropping absolutely 50 bucks to, you know, 25 <laughs> bucks just to get in the door. Plus your 30 you spend at the concession stand. At least. It's not, it's yeah. Not, it's not a cheap night. So, um, I was really, really pleased that our board supported that direction um, tonight. Um, hot off the press, actually. We just got done, so that's, that's pretty You exciting. heard it here first, folks. You did. Absolutely. <laughs> See, breaking change. news. Breaking news. <laughs> yeah. So that's those are really cool things. You know, Dyke New Hartford has very fortunate to have so many different options mm-hmm. and yeah. and. I'll call them luxuries available, um, but it it all comes down to the hard work of, you know, school board administration, school teachers, volunteers in the community, and the students themselves to make it happen. So, right. yep, a big thank you to everyone uh, yeah. to make that happen. So, yeah, and this weekend, I think I think it's um, you know we're coming up on the the one year anniversary of uh, the Tyler Cox. Um, uh, I don't want to say this catastrophic event when he was in training there at Camp Lejeune and. Um, you know, Saturday we've got the uh, this um, this 5K run out at the Gurney County Lake, and I just think it's the timing just coincidental. I happen to be on tonight, but um, just a lot of thoughts going out to his family, um, Mike and Sarah, and um, uh, his little sister and brother who lives right across the street from me, and and whatnot. I just I, I just want to encourage everybody to keep them in your thoughts and prayers. You know, Tyler was a super kid, graduated early to get into the Marines, and then to have something like that happen when you know he's out there doing something that. Um, really protects and allows us to live like we do every day, I think is just uh, right. it's rather som- sombering. And, uh, um, yeah, just keep the Cox family, I think, in our thoughts and prayers here in the days ahead. It's the best said. So Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Well, I think we got to wrap this up here. Yep. Random question of the day time? I think it's time. What do you got, Tad? This one's rather simple, but it's also a very – it's controversial it, it, I was going to say time. it's controversial. Okay. Is it dinner – or is it supper? Yeah. Okay, last meal of the day, dinner or supper? Yep. So if nothing can be easy with me with these, right? Okay, so here's what I'm thinking about this. If I'm really looking to, like, be held in high regard by my wife, I might say, hey, honey, do you want to go out to dinner? If I'm going to put a hot dog on the grill, I'm going to say, hey, guys, we're going to get hot dogs for supper. All right. Okay, How's I that? see. I see where that's actually pretty solid. So it's a status symbol. Well, maybe. Well, I mean, that's what we I'm hearing is supper. Hey guys, we're having hot dogs. <laughs> if for, I if no, I no, no, if I come over, are you, hey hey Travis, you want to come over for dinner, or am I getting a hey you want to come over for supper? I mean, is this no, I, a dinner because it's the wife? No, I'm going to say Travis, you want to come over for dinner because you deserve that. <laughs> Even though you live back door, I could say, do you want to come over for a hot dog? Right. But then you'd be insulted. But no, think about this. Hey, guys, you want to come over for dinner? We're grilling hot dogs. It doesn't jive. It doesn't fit. So it... I think it's circumstantial. So dinner or supper depends on what you're eating or where you're going? Who's involved? 
everything. There's a lot of moving parts there. You got to put some thought into it. I don't think you can just, I I go both ways on it. You know. Okay, so if it's one or the other, what are you choosing? Yeah, you, you can't, you, you have, can't it just, you can have it both ways. This is like the flying creature or the sea creature from the very first loose change that you were on. Right, you right. can't, you can't pull both. a tad and just say, well, you know. Shut up, Travis. Well, if you put me in this position, I'm going to go dinner. Okay. No, I got to read it again. Oh, my gosh. I got to think about what I say most often because that's what's real. I think I use supper most often because that's what we called it back when I was growing up. But Got a lot of hot if dogs? I'm take, if I'm taking Marine out, dinner. It's dinner. You bet. Even if it's to McDonald's? Ooh. Now that <laughs> there's another wrench, isn't there? There's a McDonald's hot dog. It feels the same to me. <laughs> so, no. Typically, if I you know if it's date night, let's go out for dinner. You know, whatever. You know, probably not McDonald's. Right. A little, a little higher end, probably. I don't know. That's just how I think about it. So you guys know me. I overprocess everything. So. <laughs> yeah, you, you went you went way beyond where yeah. I was going. Well, that's my job. <laughs> well, you did a great job. It's you great got, you got you, you got an A plus. Advocate for yourself. Right, you got an A plus, a star, whatever you want on your on your paper. You got it. Yeah. I'm going home feeling validated. Appreciate you guys. <laughs> I'm feeling this might be a a new Twitter question. Uh, but this is going to be one change. that I think. I kind of feel that we're going to be on the same page. I feel like we're going to be on the same page, too. I'm not as sophisticated. I, my, I'm a supper exactly. guy. I'm supper as well. I'm supper as I'm well. A, I'm a supper. I don't. So so even with, with, with your wives, if you're going to go out, you're just, hey, guy, do you want to go, go out for supper? I do believe you say, so. Would you like to, well, maybe you ought to try. Would you like to go out for dinner? Sounds like it's going to cost more. Yeah. See, it's sometimes our conversations are like, where do you want to go? <laughs> we don't even say, yeah, where I, do you want to go? I don't. I I I'm going with supper. I I do too. Supper's the so, so like I'll say steaks for supper. And I'll toss right. them on the grill. I, I feel like dinner is a sophisticated answer because if you get a something in the mail, you're going to a dinner party, or you know uh, what? Uh, again, get, I'm you don't get invited to say supper party. No. <laughs> well, you know we talk Seinfeld sometimes, <laughs> right? You know George Costanza with the Snickers and yeah, the yeah, fork. That the was fork definitely a dinner party. Yeah. Okay, so I'd I like don't. to know. I'd like to know for people who are listening to this. Seriously, I could see these car talks between spouses. Is it dinner or supper? Right. Well, my family, it's dinner. Well, when I grew up, it was supper. Like this could ruin marriages. Right. Well, you know like, what the next one's going to be? Is it pop or soda? Soda down south, right? Isn't that what they say? Pop here. Yes, I am. Yes, I'm with you. But I have been corrected many times. I'm going with pop. And then I hear soda Co- pop. Cola. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I pop. Some people pop. say, I want a Coke. I, I know. Some people means... say cola. Or Coke to, and it's just universal. They might to, want a spray and they're saying Coke. You need to get this out on Twitter, ASAP. Yeah, this, this is, is, oh, this this is a, a good one. This, this is, is breaking good. news. We might have two polls. It might be pop or soda and dinner. Well, but that could be a whole nother. Yeah, we'll save one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, Justin, just want to thank you for coming in and clearing up some things that are happening around the building and uh, our debate with dinner or supper. Sounds good. And yep. good luck getting to sleep tonight. Right, right. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks for guys. your time. <laughs>
They do everything possible to exceed your expectations like they have over the last 20 years. Reineke Construction does jobs from installing a garage door, building barns, to your dream house. They have even built a golf course clubhouse. Services include new construction, remodels or general repairs for homes, constructions on a variety of frames and pole buildings, and construction of clubhouses and other commercial buildings. Reineke Construction serves Blackhawk, Butler, Grundy, and surrounding Iowa counties, and most of their business comes from word of mouth, which is the best kind of advertising. Look around their website at reinekeyconstruction.com to see a collection of projects they have built or renovated with passion. If you have comments or questions, please feel free to contact them at 319-239-6256 or reinconst at gmail.com. Reineke Construction. Measure twice, cut once. All right, we are here at DNH Loose Change with Gentry Swartz. Gentry, how are you doing tonight? Pretty good. Pretty good. All right. Well, she doesn't seem as nervous as I thought she would be. Man, she's she's cool as a cucumber. You got it. You got it. She's just grinning at me. It's like, probably ah. from all that practicing speeches in sixth grade. Is that right? Oh yeah, definitely. It's kind of got her ready. 100%. So, Gentry, why don't you go ahead and give us a little bit of information about yourselves. Tell the listeners what grade you're in, um, immediate family, where you're from, that kind of stuff. All right. I am in eighth grade. Uh, My mom and my dad. And I have a younger brother in kindergarten who is seven years old. Okay. And you live almost closer to Parkersburg, New Hartford, right? Kind of between the two? Yep. Yep. I have a Parkersburg address. I'm like really close. I'm on the Parkersburg side. Okay. So are you open enrolled by any chance? You yep. are? Okay. All right. You said you have a brother that's in kindergarten? Yep. And how is having a little one around? Oh, it's interesting. He's not my favorite, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, I couldn't... I, I had three children myself, but they were all two years apart, basically. So it was, you know, they kind of... There's a little bit of a gap for yours, so do you get called on babysitting? I mean, are you the built-in babysitter kind of thing? All the time. (laughs) I would trust Gentry 100% with my kids, though, so you don't have to worry about that. Perfect. That's good. So all you listeners, if you need somebody. Mm -hmm. And you do get compensated, right? Sometimes? Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. Not by... I haven't had her over yet. I'm just saying. Yeah. And, And again, you can say anything you want on this podcast, and a lot of times things come true here. Exactly. Exactly. We do have a a reputation of karma, so and it's usually very good karma. Yes, something good will happen to you within the next week for sure. Absolutely. Uh, (laughs) She's buying it, Ted. I don't either. Uh, And speaking of Baylor, her little brother, I was in the the office the other day, and you know there's the windows so you can In New Hartford there? Yeah, and you can see the kids going back and forth from like the bus area to back into the where their classrooms and stuff, and I look in there and Baylor is like giving me the I'm watching you <laughs> sign. And I was like, all right, buddy, I like this. <laughs> so he he had the grin on and it's all good. That's good. Good stuff. Um, all right, Gentry. So I wanted to have you on here tonight and kind of talk to you. You're an eighth grader. You're wrapping things up. Um, this is your last, believe it or not, these are pretty much your last three weeks in the new Hartford campus. Uh, and you are going to be going through eighth grade promotion and heading to the high school. Um, so my first question for you tonight is, as eighth grade promotion approaches, 
what memory will you hold the closest about your time in New Hartford? Um, I'll probably say hanging out with friends and doing sports with them. It's really fun doing that together. Is there any particular sport that you will remember most? Uh, junior high volleyball was really fun this year. Uh, Ms. Cavalier kept it pretty yeah. pretty light. Yep. And what other activities are you involved in as, as far as the junior high? I'm in junior high volleyball, uh, club volleyball, track, club softball, and soccer. Good. Very, and will you be doing softball this summer? Yep. Very good. Um, so my next thing along with this is have you had any of those like, I can't wait to get out of here thoughts or any of those, I can't believe we're leaving thoughts or both? Can you have, I know there's like senioritis, but can you have like, what do they call it? Eighth grade itis? <laughs> I would think. Can you have it? Well, I'm a little scared to be moving on, but... I'm kind of excited because, like, you know, more freedom, but I'm mostly just scared to move on. <laughs> well, you're kind of nervous sometimes, but that's all good. Do you have any specific reasons why you're nervous to head out there? or I don't know. I think just, like, the word high school kind of scares me, but I've heard that it's really fun, so I don't know why I'm worrying so much. I think that's probably a pretty familiar consensus. I, I, think. I think so, too. I, As I mentioned before, I had three kids come through, and I think every one of them, because you make that, you go from being the big fish, you know, down there in New Hartford and, you know, and there's nobody that's older to now one of the smallest fish when you get in here and you have seniors and juniors and they've been all been through it before and, you know, just the unknown. But I think you also have the right, the right mindset of, you know, I'm probably worrying about something and probably don't need to, but just the unknown. You know, I've mentioned this in past podcasts, but I used to teach sixth and eighth grade. And at the same time, I'd have a couple section of sixth and then one of eighth. And it kind of gave me a different outlook, I think, than a typical mm -hmm. teacher. You kind of see how the kids grow from one year in sixth grade and then two years later, they're they're almost totally different at times. But it's, it's neat to see how, yeah. how people are growing. So I'm excited for you, Gentry. I think you're going to enjoy <laughs> it quite a bit. We'll see. <laughs> I think I really sold it. Okay, so, and you already answered um, number two. What extracurricular activities were you involved in? Um, what about any musical, play, backstage, anything like that? I wasn't backstage last year, but I haven't done anything like that this year. Yeah, well, at least you gave it a shot, right? I, that's something that I, I know is very important. Yep. And so knowing... Um, getting coming into high school, you have more opportunities to do a lot of different things. Is there something that you're looking forward to, like a, a certain activity that you don't get to do in in the junior high that the high school offers? Um, I haven't really thought about that yet. I I was considering doing volleyball, but I'm not sure if that's you know what I want to do this year. Sure, but I'm not sure yet. I'm still thinking about that. Yeah, and I will say from previous podcast. Um, guests that we've had on they always say try everything mm -hmm. if you're not sure go and try it don't be you know we had uh, somebody get on there for uh, robotics mm -hmm. um, uh, Mary, Mary Claire. Claire she was like uh-uh no way I'm doing it and then she tried it absolutely loves it uh, FFA was another one FFA was you know, big wasn't um, sure speech didn't live didn't work didn't live on a farm or anything wasn't sure and tried it did great so Speech is another one. We have a lot of kids that try their first year. And I know you're looking at me right now like you are out of your mind. 
she I, should be. I think you'd be surprised at the amount of kids that try it, and that would that actually really enjoy it. There's a lot of different things you can do in speech that don't involve talking. Yeah, I've seen uh, that. I.e., my daughter. Yeah, exactly. She's done a great. She job, She did all too. the film side of it. She mm-hmm. did all the iMovie and everything. So, Sorry, right. we're, I think we're putting too much pressure. Yeah, don't worry. You don't need to. <laughs> yeah. Don't need to think about this just yet. But yeah, at least try cross country for sure. Mm, people have told me that. <laughs> I know. I think I've twisted your arm a little bit or two. Mm-hmm. Coach, yeah. well, you already know the coach. Yeah, yeah. Co- Coach Rangar would be upset if I didn't try. At, at least. least put a plug in for him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's kind of look forward here as you wrap up your eighth grade year. Uh, what advice do you wish? you could have told your younger self as you're going into sixth grade um what what's one thing that you wish you you could have told yourself or that you would have known um i really remember myself being worked up like about everything so i probably would have told myself not to stress out as much and have some more fun i think that's a really good piece of advice for a lot of kids yes everyone's it's it's hard not to though i mean that's just the human nature right. of, of everything. And and you did, you worked really hard at it, Gentry, right? Do you still have times where you have to like calm yourself down a little bit? Yep, sure do. <laughs> but I think everybody goes through that stuff. So, Our, and, and with that, um, is that the same advice you'd give, you know, uh, that, you know, if you're talking to a sixth grader that's coming into junior high, you know, now that you've gone through the two years of junior high, what advice would you give a sixth grader? you know, somebody that's coming in, you know, as far as what to expect or, you know, something that they definitely need to take advantage of. I think to work hard and make sure you get all your work done and work like your hardest at all times is what I would give them. You ever procrastinate? All the time. (laughs) (laughs) Honest. Okay. All right. (laughs) That's great to know. (laughs) and, And I think along the same lines of what you just said, Gentry, was if you, from coming from a teacher, if you put in the effort, you will be rewarded at some capacity. Oh, 100%. You know, it's, I think some people just give up and they stop working and you kind of paint the teacher in a corner where if you go and at least put forth the effort, show the teacher that, hey, I'm trying, I don't get it, but I'm trying, you'll be rewarded for it. Yeah, I, I've always told my students in particular that if you turn all your work in and and you, and you give everything a fair shot you won't fail the class right i think that's most teachers would go ahead and and say that <sighs> if only if only okay so my last serious question for you is what is it what's the it factor that's going to help you stay successful in high school i think for sure my friends like pushing each other forward and working our hardest all the time that's very good. Hold each other accountable. Yep. Good. And I think that's one thing you missed, wasn't it? Because you didn't have friends. If I'm, Thanks for bringing I, up I a sore you, subject. I'm, I I'm sorry. It. But yeah, that's it. But I do remember that one time you said that, that you could have used a better support system. Have fun hanging out with your concrete tonight from the front. Hey, now. <laughs> All right. So, Gentry, our last question is our random question of the day. Mm-hmm. And are you ready for it? Yep. All right, Gentry. Would you rather time travel to the past or to the future? Why? I think I'd go to the future because I think it'd be cool to see like all the new things that, you know, have been like evolving over time. 
All right. I, I like that. that. I like that too. What about you, Travis? I would also say the future because I'm kind of with you. I'd like to see what – I think it's amazing. And again, my mind works really weird, but I think it's amazing that the humans have figured out how to do the technology and stuff that they've been able to do, like send all this stuff that we're talking about in zeros and ones. Somebody figured that out and send it out. Or you can watch a sporting event in San Diego, California, and get it on your TV in your house. I mean, it's, or even the telephone. You can call somebody back in the day. You could pick up in a wire. I mean, I just, to me, I, I, I don't, I would never have the knowledge ever to. I know. So the people that think about the imagination that it took to get that to happen and the willpower. Right. Or landing on the moon or anything like that. And I would love to see where the future, I mean, what's the next huge thing, you know, as far as music, it was records, vinyl. Well, then it was a cassette tape that was really super cool. I mean, just on this little piece of tape, you know, and then it turned into a CD, you know, and now it's MP3, you know. Everything's just, different. Yeah, it's just, I, I think it's amazing. So I'm totally in the future. I, I like the past, but future is where I'm at. How about you, Ted? So I, I really, and this, I thought about what you two said about technology quite a bit, but I also decided that I'm going to go with the, with the past. And the reason is almost the same. I want to see how things were right. developed over time. And on the flip side, I don't want to wish away time. I mean, I'm not saying that if you time travel forward, you have to stay there, but I don't want to wish away time. I, I enjoy where I'm at right now yeah. in, my, in my life, and I kind of like taking it day by day. So, And the one thing I do like about the past is when I'm driving or something and I see a farm and it's kind of run down and stuff, I'd always, I want to see what in the heyday. Yeah. I want to see the, the cattle going through, you know, whatever, whatever it did, you know, mm, or yep. see a farm and see it in full action and just... I think that'd be kind of cool. Or on my bus route, I go by this house and they've got some really antique, um, not tractors, but uh, farming equipment. You know, like like you sat on it and a horse pulled you and it did whatever. And I think that would be really cool to kind of see that in action. Yeah, I mean, there's. I so, my yeah. thing is, I just want to see how it came, how it evolved over time. Yeah, uh, like those MTV series of the '80s and the '90s and right, things like that. Right. So. Very cool. All right, Gentry. Thank you so much for stopping in tonight. Uh, we greatly appreciate it. And good luck in the future. <laughs> Thank you. You are welcome. The Dyke New Hartford Booster Club is established as a support group to encourage parent and community participation and to raise funds to enhance and expand the academic, social, and athletic programs that are available to each individual student at Dyke New Hartford Schools. The Booster Club feels strongly that parent and community involvement during the school year can be a key to the success of our students here at DNH. Please consider helping our students by becoming a member. Our Booster Club website can be found under the Parent and Community tab on the DNH homepage. Thank you for your support and roll blue. All right, we are here. We've got Zach Waters joining us in the studio tonight. Zach, how are you? 
I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on. How are you? I'm not too bad. I, we were just having a little conversation before this got started. I'm just glad I spelled your name right. So yeah. good night so far. <laughs> Did we ever get an answer on uh, Mahari? Mahari? No, we didn't. We need to follow up with that. So just real quick, Zach, we got interviewed and we're famous and stuff and yeah. got interviewed by the Grenier Register and it's Robert is his first name. But we weren't sure if it was Mahari or Mahari. M-A-H-A-R-R-Y. Yeah. R R? Yeah, I, I would think. Go Hari. Dang it. I, I said Mahari, didn't I? Yeah. You said Mahari. Yeah, we were eh. but we still have never got the answer, no. so we're both right. Yeah. So obviously he's a big listener. <laughs> right. Well, we need to have him on. That's what he's waiting for. Yeah, he's exactly. waiting for us to exactly. get him on. <laughs> oh. uh, all right. Well, Zach, we'll get to it here. Can you give us a little uh, background information for those of you um, listening at home? Yeah, my dad and mom. Chad and Jody, and then I got a brother that is a freshman. His name's Jackson, and then a sister that is a junior. Her name's Whitney. Okay. And where are you from originally? Originally, I'm from Cedar Falls, but I moved here my freshman year. I was going to say, I thought it was your freshman year. But yep. Because I, I had it, Jackson around that time. Yeah, and I think it was actually the summer. It was the summer before. The summer before, because I remember. My sister played. Yes, because yeah. I coached junior high softball, and Whitney played with us. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. So she hadn't been through the school system, but they had moved, and so she got she played with uh, with the girls, and that was... So who drives fun. you nuts more, Jackson or Whitney? Oh, geez. Um, I mean, they're both pretty good about it. They don't really drive me nuts, but I would definitely say Jackson because Whitney doesn't leave her room very often. <laughs> okay, there you go. <laughs> very good. Okay, so um, we got a couple topics that we're going to talk tonight. Baseball, golf. Um, Wind. Yeah. You got to be just absolutely loving the wind, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. See, as a golfer, I would love it right now because my golf game is horrible. Oh. So I have something to blame it on. Right. Oh, my gosh. The wind really picked up there. I was my first year at Hudson. I was uh, the tennis coach, the boys' tennis coach. And the first thing I did every morning was look outside for the wind. And, and maybe people out there, I apologize for anybody that are wind lovers, but I absolutely yeah, hate the wind. To me, it does nothing for any type of sport except for like wind sailing, you know, or stuff that needs it. Yeah. But your core sports just get decimated by the wind. You can't. Did you say wind lovers? I did. <laughs> How I, many? Did. I don't know. Are there? What do you? I mean, I want to be politically correct. I don't think wind. you have to worry about it in that category. Well, I would just say, I don't This is me, and I think this is common around. I'd much rather have it cold than windy. If it's oh, cold, 100%. No wind, yes, I'm 100% with you. I, You can't do anything about the wind. No. You, you can layer up. Yeah. You can do whatever there, but that wind is just, I mean, in, in all the sports that I love, you know, football causes problems. You know, baseball causes problems. Yeah. I like playing tennis, causes problems. Water polo. I've, water polo <laughs> causes problems. Right. I try to fly the drone. Causes problems, yeah. you know, just. Yeah, it's no good, man. That, that's all for another podcast. Another but, podcast. Just put that on the But it, it has been a problem this spring, though. It definitely has. has it's been whatever. So as we get back to our questions <laughs> here, you know, um, how did baseball become a passion of yours? I would say, you know, really from a young age, I grew up, I was fortunate enough to grow up in a, a good neighborhood that had a lot of kids and you know, right from the start, just going out and playing with the older kids in the backyard, even if it was just with a tennis ball, I just... Oh, that's awesome. It, uh, ever since probably 
four or five years old, and then obviously we started playing travel ball. And, you know, I liked basketball and golf and other sports that I played too, but baseball really just stuck out because, and I mean, it's warm. We were just talking about the oh, weather. Yeah. Right? Warm. No, it's yeah, fair weather. Yeah. yeah. For In general, if you're playing baseball, usually it's warm weather, so... Um, so was there a player or a team that you watch or that you follow closely or that you did? I'm a Cardinals fan. Yeah. I'm fine. Hey, I know. I know. You're an American American league guy. And ever since I've been younger, I've been wearing number four and it's all because of Yadier Molina. Wow. That obviously makes a lot of sense too. So, and he just had a major milestone in his career as well. So. Yeah. I did not know that. I didn't, I didn't know why you wore four, but. Oh, I was a big I've always, he's always been my favorite, but I love Pujols. But ever since he left the Cardinals, it's been oh, kind sure. of a little salty about that. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't be too salty. He's, he, he did okay with Anaheim, but... He'll be remembered as a Cardinal. Oh, yeah. If he would have stayed in St. Louis, it'd have been, See, I think he'd have been too. through the roof. Yeah, I think so, and, too. Yeah, I'd Jason Money, but... Yeah, it happens. All right, so uh, along with baseball, um, obviously you are a pretty successful catcher. If you aren't pitching or catching, what position would you pick to play? And you you have your choice. Yeah, it's, it's not, not like a, it, what I think I should play. It's what would you like to play? Right. What what position kind of is like? Yeah, I wish I had a crack at that sucker. Outfield. I would definitely say outfield. I'm not fast, but <laughs> you know, it it just for me, like a lot of guys, you go up on the mound, and that that's like their high intensity game. And that's what they get all worked up for. But for me, pitching is almost like a day off. Because, I mean, catching... It's a physical sport. It's not only mentally, but it's also physically. Yes. It's just (laughs) demanding. And then you get up on the mountain, and it's like, finally loose, got all the gear off. I can just just (laughs) Got to be yourself a little more. Yeah. So uh, for the outfield, would you want to be a corner guy, or do you want to be the man in charge out there? I'd want to be the man Man in charge. charge. And I, I can see you... Wanting to gun down somebody at home. Oh yeah. You want to be on the other end of that. Yeah. You want to. You want to be the guy throwing the laser to home plate, and blowing them up. <laughs> ever since I ever since I came in, I've been on Leonard trying to get me yeah. one game, just one game. <laughs> now night. you said you played baseball, you know, your entire life. Have you always caught, or you know, have you been able to do different positions, or what? What made you? What led you down the road is for catching. Well, first off, there's not a lot of guys that like to do it. Like True. When, when we were younger, I played first and third base, but I also caught. And then, but that was at the age where everybody likes to put the gear on and do it. But then you start to get older, and then a lot of guys just say, no. Nah, right. Uh, there's a reason they draw, call them the tools of ignorance. Draw straws. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, not necessarily, I wasn't thinking this, but catching, I mean, that's an easy way to get on the field, no matter where you go. So. It is, yeah. Yeah, that I've I don't know I've always caught yes, but I've also played first a lot when I was younger. Yeah, and then now I pitch and catch. That's about it. I, right. I always played first base, and not because I, well, physically, <laughs> physically I played myself into first base. <laughs> you, you're you're like you're like creating your own punchlines. Oh, you know oh, that doesn't bother me. I played myself into first. Actually, I had an umpire call me Flash one game. It was pretty. Hey funny. now. <laughs> I stole I stole one bag in high school and he's like, Flash got wheels. Oh. And was that a was that a potato chip bag? Oh, it was. Yeah, <laughs> you got it. <laughs> anyway, yeah, go it ahead. Sorry, Ted. Go ahead. Anyways, um, I liked playing first base because you were involved in the action a lot, just a lot of throws over things like that. So I, I 
I didn't know if that's why you enjoyed catching as well because you got a little bit. Uh, you're constantly involved in each play, or well, yeah, for sure. Because yeah. like I play in these spring leagues, and obviously there's more than one catcher on those teams, and you got to get your guys your games. And still, they want to get us at bat, so they just throw us. And I play some outfield when I'm there, and it's just like I don't know how guys do this all the time. It's just so boring. <laughs> so I'm like, with you. I I think I would lose. I, you know, and and we talk, and and I coached, you know, Zach and the and the teams, you know, with my son and. You get out in that outfield, and man, my mind would just wander. And you know, here I'm always harping on, "Hey, you gotta know the outs, you gotta know the count, you gotta do this." And then I'm thinking to myself, "No, <laughs> I, I ain't gonna, yeah, I'm and gonna get, lose it, I'm gonna forget." And I've me experiencing it in the spring league. It's like you get behind a guy like Buter who's dealing. I mean, right? Yeah. And you just accidentally one ball gets hit to you. I mean, it'd be easy to mess up. <laughs> right. You right. You weren't ready for it. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. I well, in junior high, obviously I coached a junior high program. I always feel bad for the kids I have to put in the outfield because they they never see like a legitimate right. hot fly yeah, it's, or line drive, and when they do, it's almost a complete shock. Yeah. Right? Yes. So it's like, oh my god, here it comes! What yeah, do I do? Exactly. So I, you know, you really have to be uh, mentally strong at that point too. Right. So, all right. So superstitions. Baseball players are superstitious. You got one? Um. I don't know if I have one, but, you know, I try and one thing I try and do is keep the same batting gloves as long as I can. I don't know if that's a superstition or I not. I would say yes. Yeah, I, th- I think so. I think so for sure. That's and, it, huh? That- and I always use the same brand. I'm just, I don't know if that's picky or if that's superstition, but I don't Hey, know. if you look good, you play good, right? I guess. Right. <laughs> have you ever tried to use a different brand and see what happens? Yeah, I mean, that part of it, I mean... I think it's all mental superstitions, mm-hmm. but uh, I wouldn't say they did worse, but I definitely say they rip quicker. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, quality-wise, I don't know if yeah. that makes a difference, but we'll see. <laughs> Tad, you probably had one or two, didn't you? Uh, nothing major. I always had nacho cheese, sunflower seeds, always. Not your cheese, it's my cheese, all right? And then I would never wash my baseball hat. Never. I I I agree with that one. I never wash. Hey, it's not getting washed, and it's never been washed. My junior high ones that I used to coach with never been washed. They won't. It's just I don't know why. I'll get a new one before I wash it. Hmm. That's one thing Leonard every year asks if any of us need a new hat, and I I've kept the same hat. Mm-hmm. I, I I agree with you. It's yeah. it's like a sign of how much effort you've put in. I don't know. Well, and I don't even wear mine that often. Right, I was gonna only, say I, yeah. Only when I'm on the mound, I just. <laughs> I don't know. It's just weird. I like that hat, and I have kept it ever since. Stick I came with here. it, then. Yeah, yeah. I'd say there's some superstitions in there. Yeah, that's well, good. We got a big league manager over here too, Mr. Waterloo <laughs> Bucks himself. I actually, I think I had more superstitions managing than I did playing. The only thing playing was I never stepped on the line. Always jumped over the line. I guess that I have that one too. I never. That was just out line. of respect for the people who. For me, I just was like, I'm not going to mess that up. Uh, no, that wasn't me, my thought. My thought me, was mine was <laughs> like, yeah, I didn't. It wasn't because of that. It was I just, I just don't want to. Yeah. I just don't want to jump them. But when I managed, I always had um, a superstition of when I went over to coach third, I would go to the infield dirt, I would find three rocks or pebbles or whatever, and I would throw them outside the field. Tend the garden. 
And I would do that every single, and I would sit there and look until I could find, you know, and some were pretty nice yeah. field. And the turf ones are really tough. <laughs> <laughs> you got to kind of yeah. improvise and say, okay, maybe the sunflower seed. Yeah, that, that, that looks this, like a rock. This little piece of turf is a little but, bit taller than see, the you, other ones. I can understand more as a manager because you have less control over what happens in the game. Yes. Yeah. So, you, and you want to have more control. Yeah. So by doing that, you feel like you have control. I, you are 100% correct. I agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I can see that 100% as well, too. So, yeah. Do you ever want to be a manager or a coach? When? Oh, yeah. I'd love to do it. I feel like going back to Yadier Molina, I feel like he'd be a really good one just because he's, I mean, the catchers are like managers of the oh. game and he's done it for so long. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think he'd be great down in the minor leagues, like teaching those young kids. Exactly. Oh, man. Bringing them up. He'd be great. And you know that they would be like just eaten out of his hand. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah. out of your Molina, this guy is going to teach me how to do, st- I mean. I think actually he has two brothers and for sure. Yeah, the Molina brothers. Oh, really? For sure one of them is a coach. He helped the Cardinals for a little bit. Okay. I don't know what he's doing now. And both of them caught in the majors. Wow. Yep. yep. They were stud catchers for a long, I mean, obviously Yachty was, is the Molina, yeah. but they're, they were pretty yeah, good there catchers was, as well. Yeah, I do remember. They kind of hopped around. The name, but, yeah. Um, Jason Veritek was a catcher that I always liked to watch from Boston. Uh, when I was growing up, Boston was on TV a lot. Obviously, they were solid in 04 right. and stuff. And that guy caught so many no-hitters that it was fun to watch. And then he he did that exact same thing. He went to the minor leagues, and he was a special assistant. So yeah, I think those catchers are invaluable. Uh, and like you said, you know, it, and, I, and I don't know if this stat is still true, but, you know, the fastest way to the majors is left-handed pitching and catching. If you can be a catcher, you're going to work your way up right, right up the ranks. So. Yep. Okay, so now let's switch gears here. Let's talk, talk golf. Okay. How's the golf game right now? I would say on a scale of 1 to 10, it's at about a 7 or an 8. The last two practices, you know, they've been cold. Uh, yes. So it's hard to judge. I mean, you obviously, if there's a meet, you got to play through it. But. And how far into the season are you guys? I'd say we're probably in between a third and a half. Okay. So still got. Yeah, still got. Because you guys get done maybe early, middle of. Or, early May, I mean. Early May is a conference just, tournament it and all districts. and how far we make it. I mean. Sure. I don't really know, being my first year, how good all these other golf teams are. But Ike Meyer was talking to me about it the other day. And he said, in Bixby, I guess. And they were saying, we got a pretty tough. Uh, draw for oh. sectionals or districts, whatever one comes first. Sure. And, uh, but it, the one advantage we have is it's at home. We get to play our home. I course. did hear that it is at home, so that's which I don't. From all the sports I've played, golf having a home advantage is that's the most you can have. <laughs> oh, absolutely. All the time. Yeah, I would think I would think that would be uh, advantageous. Yeah, and I'm I, kind of surprised that they have them at. They let you golf at your home meet. Yeah. Or your home course, just. Because of that reason, you, like you said, you golf all the time. You you know where to go. You know kind of what the ins and outs are. Where somebody from wherever comes in, and you know there that is a definite. Yeah. So I'm I'm surprised that the state allows it. Well, I mean, just think about if you're good enough and you're lucky enough to be one of the four sites that hosts the state tournament. I mean, that's huge. Right. Right. Yeah. That's that's yeah. It is interesting. It's for some of us. Um, lesser skilled golfers it didn't quite matter if we were at home oh, or away yeah, tell me about it <laughs> i didn't matter I, i've golf so i started golfing probably in junior high maybe and we never had a course here we always went to actually went to you and i 
you and I get on their course for a yeah. dollar twenty five, and it was right there where the Country Inn and Suites is. Oh yeah, that's where the course was. My dad actually played at you and I. He walked on. Oh really? Our, I don't know if he's a walk on or what he was, but he went to DMAC first and then he went to you and I. Yeah. Played. Oh yeah. cool. That's cool. Yeah. But and, and so I could shoot forty five there. And now I'm whatever, 50, 49, I don't even know. You lose count after 40 anyway. But I can still shoot 45. I, I can't get any better. I mean, and it's probably something that I, I need to do it more than maybe, you know, yeah. twice a twice a I summer. I just knew on hole that, seven I need to have an extra golf ball with me because I was going to the creek. <laughs> that, is, uh, that is definitely one of those sports that repetition goes a long yeah. way. Yes, it does. Yeah. All right, so what part needs the most work right now? I think you could say this about pretty much every golfer, especially at the high school level around the greens. No matter how hard you work, or no, how, no matter how long you spend working on that part of your game, you can always get better. Now, are you oh, talking yeah. like short, short game? Or are you talking like 100 in, 50 in? Chipping. I'm thinking I mean, what do you... 50 in, and then for sure putting. I mean, you can never practice putting enough. I would say that for sure. Yeah. Because, I mean... No matter how well you could strike the ball perfectly, but once you get on the green, if you're not putting well, right, drive for show, putt for dough. Well, and one exactly. thing that's is amazing is, you know, I, I I enter a couple of these tournaments up here just the fun things, but I I get to watch. There's some really good golfers that are in this, and I'm like, they are absolutely destroying this course. I mean, they're tearing it up. And then I think there's PGA guys that are like ten times better than what I'm watching, and I'm just, I just I cannot believe the talent that I mean it, it just mind-boggling what is actually out there you know i play with i play with royce a lot and he obviously he's at you and i right now and he's callahan mark callahan lives here in dyke has shot 62 plenty of times at dyke on 18 that's one off the course record and i've I've just asked because i've never played with him but i've heard how good he is and he's always like yeah i mean don't get me wrong he doesn't hit it short but he definitely doesn't hit it like as far as some of the long hitters but where he makes up for it is in the short short game. game right yeah and I mean, that's what it takes. Right. Well, when, like you said, you have a good short game and you do a lot of one putting, you're going to get a low score. Yeah. Tiger, <laughs> tiger vision, baby. Put, putts add up quick. Yeah. yeah oh, no trust kidding. me. <laughs> I, I know. Yeah. You, you couldn't get into the clown's mouth plenty of times in the goofy yeah, golf, right? Die, clown. <laughs> All right. So, um, What's the difference for you between golf and other sports? And you talked about, like, home field advantage and things like that, but are there other differences that you – I mean – Because you play, you play basketball, baseball, golf. I mean, what, what's, what's the biggest difference between, you know, kind of – because golf seems like more of a laid back but more maybe mental kind of thing where the other two are, you know, different. I think it's funny because, like, I don't know, people would say I'm pretty outgoing and I could talk to anybody. And then you run into some guys on the golf course and it's like they're taking it way serious. Like, obviously I take it seriously, but, like, you can't just not talk the whole time. Like, it's not <laughs> fun to walk with you guys if you're not going to talk. <laughs> and uh, I've been pretty fortunate enough to, you know, you can get it, you can get to them sometimes and they'll start talking to you. But the first two holes, they're tense. And it's like, if you're playing tense... I mean that's yeah. I don't know if I playing tense that just makes me play worse so I just go out and how's play. how's the experience been then so far doing because as you said this is the first time yeah well I I played when I was younger like but I mean 10, but this is my first high school experience. high school wise so yeah. how's the experience been you know like you said you are outgoing and you know do you do you guys I, I feel like you should wear name tags like one says 
you know, don't talk to me. Yeah. Another one says, yep, yep, tell me anything you want. They need those signs like applause. <laughs> yeah. And it's like quiet. It's hard stands. to judge because obviously I care and I want to do, like, I, I want to compete. Sure. I'm competitive, but like, even if I'm playing bad, you can talk to me. I don't I mean that's not going to make me even more like pissed off. Right. But there's some guys that's like, I don't know if I should be talking to him just because he had a bad shot. Like, right. how's he going to react? But I would say <laughs> one of the coolest things that I've done so far is I played in a, a co ed. So it's, it was an alternate shot. Boys teed off on the odd holes and girls teed off on even. And I played with my sister. It was like one of the most laid back things. That's cool. I mean, it was, well, that. There was obviously there were some teams that are playing dead serious. Sure. But like this is just like a for fun deal and I mean you don't get not many people say they got to play with their sister. Right. I mean, that's that's cool. That's neat, yeah. yeah. I've never it, heard of that either. So that's it cool. was, was that like a high school Yeah, it was at BCLUW. There really? were like seven teams there, I think. It we actually had two. Um Benton and his sister played together okay. too. Nice. And now if I'm not mistaken, they have a do they have a co-ed golf like a state tournament? They do. Because I remember uh, Weber. Yeah. Did her and maybe Weisenflue. Yeah, Bo went. Bo and um, Bo and Morgan. Morgan Weber. Yeah. Yeah. They might have done that. I think Tim said. Obviously, I I don't know. Baseball comes first sure. for me, so I probably won't play in it. But Tim said that meet is open to anybody. Like, there's no qualifier. Oh. Or anything. You can just you can go. just you just show up and yeah. But I would definitely say. Out of all respect, that the, having a good girl in that competition goes a long yeah. way. Yeah. Especially one who can hit the ball pretty far off the tee. Right, right. Yeah, they can make up those yards quick. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> they can get you so your short yeah. game is pretty good. Yeah. yeah. And the, and the uh, I don't know, it's just there's some that aren't very good, and there's some that are good but can't hit it very far. If sure. They get, they are, their tees are already pushed up, so that helps a lot. Right, right. All right, so... Uh, we're going to start kind of wrapping things up here, but before we do, how about future plans? Uh, obviously, I'm going to Ellsworth, and I'm going there for two years, and, you know, I'm just kind of keeping all options open. i just going to go with the flow, see where it takes me, and see what happens. Yeah, you just signed, was it this week? Yeah, I think last Friday. Okay. Something. Yep. That's yeah. really exciting. I'm, I'm super excited for you, too, so congratulations yeah. on that. And, uh, Thank and, you. Anything draw you to Ellsworth? I mean, I mean, was there a... There was, obviously, a, they're all in the same conference, all ju- junior colleges in Iowa. Right now, especially with the COVID, they're all keep, they're trying to play. Oh, all play all, each other? Yeah. Sure. And I don't know, I obviously want to stay in the conference, stay in the state. And one of the coolest things to me was it was close enough to home to where, like, my grandparents and my parents could come watch. Absolutely. And obviously, you can't turn down money. Right, no. Uh, uh, and then a th- another thing that'll be cool for me, not necessarily directly at Ellsworth, is I'll, I know a bunch of guys going to the JUCOs in Iowa, so I'll know a bunch of faces that I'm playing right. against. Well, and, and the nice thing about the junior college route is you get to play for two years and then... Decide what you want yeah, to do. Yeah, yeah, you get to make another yeah. another choice, and, and hopefully, that, you know, it's whatever happens, but, yeah. you know, that, that option is there. So. Some at-bats against Buter then? Maybe if he, I don't know how long he plans on staying there. He's I heard he's got some pretty good looks. <laughs> yeah, he's well, he deserves he's, it. Right he's getting now. stuff figured out down so. there, and he's doing well in himself. And, so and with that, a lot of people ask me like, "How good is Ellsworth?" I mean, I mean they're not terrible, but the biggest thing to me is, does it really matter how good your team is, or is it the competition you're playing? Right. Like that's I mean, you never know who. If you're playing the best team in the state, you don't know who's going to be there to watch them, stick out to them, and you just want to be there, absolutely, and get better. 
every yep, single exactly. day. So, all right. So this is the random question of the day, and I purposely didn't send you this one because I didn't want you to be able to study it ahead. Of oh. Time, okay? So this is kind of an interesting one. We haven't done one like this, but yours is a pick two. Okay, you get to pick two. Pick two. Yes. Okay. Are you a movie guy? Uh, I I watch the movies. Yeah. Okay. Here you go. Happy Gilmore, Hoosiers, The Sandlot, Remember the Titans. For sure, The Sandlot. Yeah, absolutely, that, that was my one of growing mine. up. That was I, that's a great movie. I was gonna put Major Leagues on there too. That would have been oh, on mine. That's a, those were good. Yeah. I would say probably Happy Gilmore. Okay, so Happy Gilmore and The Sandlot would actually be my picks as well. You chose those as well. Yeah. And I would have to choose those as well because I have not seen the other two. See, I have, and nothing against those movies, but The Sandlot, I, that's just like the gold standard for Yeah, me. especially right. baseball movies. Yeah. When I think so many people can relate to it. Exactly. You, know, like I, I, you I was, talked yeah. about already, You know, when you were a little kid, you just went in the backyard and played with everybody, and you probably had the same, I probably didn't have a big dog on the other side, but... Yeah the same kind of experiences and you know you get up and hey see you later mom and dad i'm gonna go play and exactly. off you go and then you show up whenever and and always the coolest thing to me is we lived in the neighborhood right across from birdsville park oh, and, oh cool nice and area got, and uh we kind of like the bike scene we would always <laughs> i don't know if it was just like a fourth of july thing we would do and we'd all get on our bikes and there's that turf field right below robinson dress where cedar falls yep. plays and we would always go play there on the fourth of july and we just thought it was the best thing ever because it was a turf field that's that's very cool See, those are the memories right. that you're going to be able to take with you and hopefully down the road and yeah. still in your family when you get to that point too so, right yeah i had to go happy gilmore in the sandlot sports movies but they also have a good sense of humor with them, and oh, I love yeah. to laugh, obviously. Yeah. So, um, Hoosiers and Hoosiers would be my third out of that. I, I just, agree. I really yeah. like, you know, that's inspirational, and I just like it. And remember the Titans? I, I could go either way on. It's yeah. just not something I'm gonna go out of my way to pick. I've heard of Hoosiers. I vaguely remember heard of Remember the Titans, but. I shouldn't have even put a movie question on here. Well, when you put the movie question on it, because I, I don't yeah. see very many, but when you put that, I was like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, well, I can only pick the only two I've seen. <laughs> He's Well, for those of you listening at home, Travis has seen a cumulative seven movies in his life. I, and you would think, because I coached with the Bucks for seven years. You didn't and watch any on a bus? So they would they would show up, and, and my my wife will attest to this, I would be asleep within 15 minutes. I was out. I I tried to stay up and I tried to watch them. And, you know, they, they kind of made fun of me too. And they tried to broaden my horizons by just not. Like, I have never seen a 30 for 30 in ESPN. Oh, You were kidding. What about the Jordans series that was aired? I, was, I did watch that. Yeah, that was good. I did see that. But people, you know, they're like, like you haven't seen a thirty? Oh my gosh, Miami U and all this other. That is a good one. Oh knows. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, and I don't know what the deal is. I just. I do think going back, Major League would have been. I think that's ahead of Happy Gilmore for me. See, okay, and Major League is one of my all-time favorite movies. So I would have made my cut no matter what. Yeah, and that would have made my cut too. I just didn't want to be a homer and pick, put one on here that I knew right away yeah. immediately was going to be. The number one. What's his name? Lou Brown. Is that? Oh, yeah. I got another guy on the line about some white walls. I'll call you. (laughs) Right. Call you later. There's plenty of. Yeah. Now, did you like 
Major League Two? Uh, I for me movies, I like. Don't get me wrong, I like the sequels, but the first one is always. The, I mean, yeah, that's, that's as good as. It's I thought the same thing. I love the first one. The second one, I'm like. They yeah, tried too hard. Right, right. Yeah. It's kind of hokey or, you know, they were trying to do the same thing, but you could tell they were trying to put a different twist on it, but just wasn't quite working. And yeah. you know, Like Austin and, Powers, though, I like those sequels. I thought they were yeah, good. Those I like Austin good. Powers a lot. But like a sports like those? a sports movie. I have seen Austin Powers. Like one movie I'm glad they didn't do any a we sequel all, of was- We hit all seven of his movies. Yeah, we did. <laughs> right. No, we didn't talk Star, Star Wars. I know we seen I have, Star Wars. I have seen all of them. Um but the one movie I'm glad they did not make a sequel was Bull Durham. I agree with that. Because I love Bull Durham, and, and I just kept dreading that they were going to try to do something and bring back Kevin Costner as a manager or that movie's so some good other twist. Too. And I'm like, just just leave it alone. It, it's a good, it's I, a good I one. I agree. I agree. That is a good one. It's, they just it's a good it one. Just, yeah. Kevin yeah. Costner, he's in a lot of baseball movies. Yeah, he's legit. You know, Field of Dreams, obviously, number one that comes to my mind with him. But Yeah. All oh, right, legit. Zach, we're going to have to go ahead and let you go here. This has been a good conversation. Yeah. And, Zach, one piece of advice for you. <laughs> Don't ask Travis to give you the Star Wars movies in order. Like, he had a half hour to an hour argument with Mark Woodley one night about which order. <laughs> there is an order. Yeah, and so just... I don't like Star Wars, so it doesn't bother me. But, I don't either. So I'm not going to get in that argument. I've never even seen one. And That was... That was like we're gonna play the outro again, but that was—I mean, we—that was a big deal. 1975. I went when I was a kid to the theater to watch it and was enthralled and had to wait for the next one. And, and then he started playing Star Wars out on the Circle Drive at recess. <laughs> I didn't go that far, but I do have a lot of the Star Wars figures still. Cha-ching. I had the Ninja Turtle ones. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to try and we'll try, uh, we'll let try you go part again two here. here. So right. thanks again for joining us. Yeah. Man. Thanks for having I appreciate me. It. Good luck this season. Thank you. All right, everybody, starting to wind down tonight, and uh, was a fun episode to record tonight. Yeah, it was a good one. Again, a lot of all things D and H. You know what? My favorite episodes that we record together are the ones that you know we get we get the questions asked that we want to ask, but then when we also kind of have those little off on a tangent conversations, yes. because I feel like we learn more about the students. That way, you know, just like talking to Zach and about some of his different things, his superstitions and everything else. I mean, I mean those are fun. Yeah, I, I like it too. It, and I, again, I don't know, but I think it puts them at ease as well. It's more of a conversation and not necessarily they almost forget about, oh, yeah, I'm being recorded or, you know, this is a podcast. It's more just a general. Exactly. And Travis, you and I have said from the start, we want people to understand everything that's happening at the school, but get to know who's here. You know, we've got some great kids. We've got some great staff. Let's let's learn more about them. Yeah, and I, and I think we did with Gentry and Zach both. You know, this was the first time I'd ever met Gentry. I, mean, I, did, I didn't know anything about yep. her, and so that was very informative. And even with Zach, you know, him wearing that number, 
you know, for Yadier Yadi Molina. And, Molina. And I coached Zach for four years, I or three years, and I, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's just another way. I mean, the, yep. another way to learn things about people. And so. that's what we're here for. Yep, and to help you learn. To help you learn and get a better knowledge of DNH everything. <sighs> Anyways. Well, uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap things up here. But uh, before we do, we need to go ahead and give a shout-out. First pitch, right? Yeah, first pitch time, man. Baseball, first pitch. You like first what I pitch, did? yeah. Uh, yeah, today we're going to go ahead and shout-out uh, all the administrative professionals. It is actually Administrative Professionals Day, Secretary Day, um, however you want to phrase it. We are lucky enough at DNH to have some magnificent people. Um, we've had some magnificent people, you know, still, I'm not going to count out Terry and everybody else that was here and right. Mary and, you know, we have, we've just been very fortunate and they do a very big job that nobody understands. Right. Uh, teamwork makes the dream work is what they say. And those secretaries, they are pretty much the front line of when a parent, anybody, media doesn't, somebody comes through the door they're the first pe- person that is met, and you know, I've seen uh, Alicia Wildeboer down at the New Hartford uh, campus, and there's days where she's just she's got you know three deep. She's figuring out this one. She's got to go get a kid out of a classroom here. She's answering the phone. She's unlocking the door for somebody. She's got FedEx is in there wanting something. You know, Mr. Petulo's got, you know, a, a job that needs to be done. And um, I totally agree with you that the job is is very tough and demanding. And we have great people that are in those positions. We do. We do. Uh, and, and they're just good people. You know, it, it, be, being in a school can be stressful at times. Um, <laughs> and they do a really great job of just keeping it light. Um, and it's so much fun to tease Alicia, isn't it? Yeah, it's, and she'll dish it right back, too. Oh, she's, so. she's good at it. You know, my yeah. favorite thing is when she'll call down to my classroom like she needs a kid and she'll use an accent. You'll have to have her. You'll have to mess with her sometime. Oh, yeah. What what kind of accent? Is oh, it is it like my hey, Irish? She will have, like, a different <laughs> accent for every time she calls. Oh, wow. I'll have yeah, to ask one her One time she that. acted like a guy, and I didn't know who was. I was like, What? <laughs> Disguising the voice. Yeah, I was like, I didn't know what was happening. Oh, uh, Mr. Brace, we we need uh, Gentry Schwartz. Let's see, that's kind of what it sounded like. Oh, maybe it was me. Maybe it was you. We don't even know. <laughs> All right, everybody, thank you once again for turn, uh, tuning in to another episode of DNH to Lose Change. This was a fun one, and I can't wait for next week. We got some good guests lined up already. So, see you then. <laughs> Thank you.